a.k.a. responsible, proper, social distance shit-talking from spare bedrooms across exurban Atlanta. Welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Don. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jerry. This is a podcast by atheists that talks about a lot of things, not just atheism. We will challenge your assumptions and ours, too. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir, but to critique, ridicule, and poke fun at anyone, especially ourselves. So join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective. And remember to put on your critical thinking cap when listening to this podcast or any other podcasts or news sources. Episode 121, and this is a very unique episode. Unique. Not an interview. Not an interview. Just the three of us. Just this. But it's, it's an episode that, that will be unto its own. Put it that way. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Should the door song from Apocalypse Now be playing in the background? Oh, right there you go. Oh. Which, yeah. by the way, I don't think is a song that exists. Like, I, I don't think my my sister's old boyfriend, and we're talking about the... I don't it's even, called The End, it, right? I, well, I think it is. This is like, The End, think this it is The is. End, my friend. Yeah, yeah that's, but I don't that's... think that song is, like, findable. At least really? when she was, yeah, because this this guy was a like a. Well, I like sure a, hope it doesn't take me two seconds to Google the doors in. I, I hope. I, I actually, I hope the end. I I hope. You oh, do. here's the lyrics. Hey, you want me to read the lyrics? To I, you? I, the, yep. This is the end, beautiful friend. This is the end, my only friend. The end, our elaborate plan. The end of everything that stands. The end, no safety or surprise. The end. Can you picture what will be? Yeah, it's a it's a song apparently. It is, but there I don't yeah. think you can get a copy of it. So it might really? have been just made for the movie then. Is that what you're? I I, I don't know. I know that I did some looking back in the day, and I couldn't hmm. find it either. It's on the album Live at the Isle of Wright Festival, 1970. So there's a live version of it at right. least. But it wasn't but a recorded version, no, maybe. I don't maybe they never did a studio or some, some Doors or fan. It was, yeah. Some door slash God, Godless Heathens fan is screaming at, at his phone. And right by now. the way, that that is <laughs> that Venn diagram is probably like like half yeah. full. It's like a half moon. <laughs> <laughs> I would think there are some doors aficionados there better you know, be. among there better the be. listening atariat. Yeah. But this is the last Godless Heathens podcast. What? <laughs> I this is a hundred. This is episode one twenty one. One two one, and it's driving Kim crazy, uh, being the anal retentive person that she is. That we are not ending on one twenty or one twenty five. Oh, I was thinking four twenty, but you know that's that's me. <laughs> let's, just, let's just do another three hundred yeah. and call <laughs> no, it. No, no, no. What's a, what's three hundred more between between friends? Between, yeah, yeah I, but, can, I can phone it in from the home. This you know. is a hundred more than I ever thought would would we do easily. Oh yeah, like <laughs> yeah. And that's this is a, a nice this is round 118 number. This is one hundred eighteen more than you thought we would ever do. <laughs> 
and there's people like you know like yeah. shouting into their phone it's a hundred more than you should have done yeah yeah <laughs> Now I can hear you talking to Kelly. Going, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna humor Don and 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 Jeff for you know a month, month and a half or so of this bullshit. You know, whatever. What could, you know what could happen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I do remember humble beginnings sitting at your dining table, Don. That was. I remember sitting at your dining table. Well, before we, we that... sat at my dining table. Oh, yeah. yours was after mine. Huh. Yeah, we did yours first uh, as a test. Okay. And then we did mine uh, until Kim kicked us out of the dining room and uh, took over and the rest back was room. podcast history. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we we created the abyss, uh, and and now it's my office. Well, since, and we, uh, since we pivoted during COVID, and we so all three actually, would meet in there too. I actually have a, an alcoholic beverage. <gasps> what? So I, I'm, you know, I don't. What I, do you, what, so what are you partaking in? I, I want to toast mm. you. Grab my both. Virtually, uh, and to the listeners, cheers and thank you for 121. Absolutely, I'm drinking a yep. Woodford Reserve double oaked bourbon. Oh, nice choice! It's a little, it's like a like an ounce. Mm. This is this is one a, finger. It is one fat finger. Mm. <laughs> so this. What are you is, having, Jeff? Yeah, I'm having a uh, terrapin. I know we're not supposed to buy from them, right? But it's really good. It's the maple what, pecan praline wake and bake. What's their deal? Is they Trump beer or something? What's what's their? Well, they they, they got sold out. By Coors. Yeah. Oh, okay. They Which, sold out to the man. Not okay. that they yeah. sold out, but they sold to Coors. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. Well, or they could have sold out to Sam Adams. That's just as bad. That's that's. I'm drinking local. Uh, I'm having a Coca Cola. I. I have still not imbibed in – is it imbibed? Is that the right word? It is. Uh, in uh, alcoholic beverage since catching COVID. Wow. Because it tastes dang or it doesn't – still – Doesn't taste know. right? No, it doesn't. So do you, have, do you have mid-COVID? I don't have long COVID because it hadn't been that long yet. It's yeah. It's short, short range. I, I got short, short iron COVID. Yeah, you don't want, you don't want to get into the, into the fairway wood COVID even. No, I got pitch and putt COVID right now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, how long has it been since you, you went through your ordeal? July, late July. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, yeah. that's a while. That might yeah, be that might be into long yeah. long COVID territory. So it is like the taste, it tastes funny? doesn't taste quite like... No, no, I just haven't... Funny like a clown? Does yeah, it amuse you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, I just um, haven't had the urge for it and haven't had the taste for it. I mean, it's weird. Not not even like after uh, like a cold beer after cutting the grass. Although I now have a riding lawnmower, so it's not that big of an ordeal to cut the grass anymore. Like go karting, uh, you know, just slower. <laughs> but it's you know, it, it, it's it's yeah. I, I I I thought about that. I was like, I know we had the one episode uh, with the uh, with the state representative Kim, mm-hmm. yep. uh, uh, Senator we, Kim, Senator Kim, and we had um, one episode before that. We never mentioned what we were drinking. Um, oh yeah, and I think the one other one than that, I, I was drinking Coca Cola at that time as well too. But yeah, so that's one thing that's changed in five freaking years. So mm-hmm. now you're not drinking. I'm I'm pretty much not drinking other than special occasions, and this. And Jeff is making up for the boat. Uh, right. I'm still drinking. <laughs> Jeff, the, left, Jeff's like the Keith Richards of the group. Yeah, you know, still standing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so right before. Right before I stopped drinking, 
I was not like obsessed, but I was I was gonna replenish my liquor cabinet. I I had run out of the one bourbon. I'm not like somebody that has you know 50 bottles of bourbon. Yeah. You know I got one maybe two, and I finished one, and I was I was doing the same thing with tequila, and. Tequila nerds, in some ways, are more obnoxious than bourbon nerds can be. So I was doing doing my research yeah. and getting increasingly confused and because there's an opinion for everything. There's feels like thousands of bourbons, hundreds of tequilas. So I, I waited and waited, and I did all kinds of research, and I'm like, all right, I know what I'm going to get. I went out and got two pretty good bottles of bourbon, two pretty good to really good bottles of tequila and then bam no more drinking so i got four fresh high-end bottles bottles just sitting there for months mocking me i i can help yeah i bet (laughs) (laughs) now what brought on the the change between the purchase and the non-consumption uh a medication that basically prevents me or from drinking, like okay, you know, it, it, you know, physically, can I do it? Yes. Does it? Would the doctor um, frown upon it? And yes, and yes, probably okay. some of my internal organs. Yes. Um, yes, but you know, this is a special occasion. So after, and, so after five years, uh, two of us are, are are not drinking as much as we were when we started this. Another thing uh, that I just thought of, same two as well. Off Facebook. True. Yep. Only the one they got thrown off is still on. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, I just went in because, you know, because of the group. Yeah. You know, I, if, hey, hey, as man. a group organizer, hey, you have you to do you it. You don't have to make any excuses for Facebook. You, you yeah. wanted to go on Facebook, my man, you do it. Uh-huh. I didn't yeah. want to get back on. I'm still Everybody's mad at Zuckerberg. Advice, Jeff. You know, so spread your wings. One of, our, one of the old episodes is Alex Jones gets kicked off of Twitter. and. Yep. That's some. That's he's a, he's like a, a human scab, that, that never that always gets picked, you know, and rebleeds. And he was in the new, He's in the news this week for another trial, and he's being kind of a kind of a dickhead about it. This is one in Connecticut. Yeah. Okay. And I was, I, I was, I, I shouldn't have been surprised, but I am still capable of surprise. But during the trial, it said that his, that Infowars had 4.1 billion, billion impressions, impressions in, in, in 2016. And, Explain and th- what an impression is when it comes to, that's Facebook. That's, that's strictly or Facebook. Or Twitter you're talking, you know, which? No, 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 no Facebook. No. Facebook. Facebook. This, this, oh, yeah, Facebook. This is a Facebook stat. There's a little bit of voodoo in, uh, in any type of, in any type of, like audience metrics from Nielsen to the to web metrics they and they and they evolve so you know impression could be somebody looking at a site or somebody liking it or somebody um, okay watching a video that somebody else forwarded it, it um, shows up on, on their, some, just clicking on it. It shows it, up on no. It just shows up on their screen. It shows up on your feed and you scroll past it. Well, yeah, it, it's it, not it, a click it, or not, right? Is that an impression? Impression. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I don't know. And it, you know what? Yeah. The the definition 
you know, that definition in the last six years, they could it could have evolved too. Either way, it's a scary number. It's a yeah. gigantic oh, yeah. number, and you and, and I'm not sure that anybody knew that prior. And you know, 2016 was the Facebook assisted election. That you know that could have been a lot of dotard content. And oh, wait a second, Jerry. So they're showing. Um Okay, impressions it would was not, a four it million. It would not be an episode without Jeff live duck duck going. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's like a well, hundred no, episodes is, is, in a row. This is this is from your post. Post engagements, so that would be like comments. I would imagine, like forty-two. Okay, million? yeah, likes forty-two, almost forty-three million. Okay, and then link clicks twenty-nine million. So, uh, yeah, actively clicking on on something. Twenty nine million, right, but right, yeah. But so that's four point one billion, ton. and they're all the same. It doesn't matter. I mean, they're all it's Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. They're going to feed you and steer you to the doom in, in a you know a certain direction. Mm-hmm. That stuff is poison. Mm-hmm. I mean, he 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 is toxic. That's what he talks about is is poison. And even was it today that there were more veiled threats of uh, oh, vi- yeah, of violence. Yeah, and, and if yeah. if he is indicted again, uh, the hyperbole, the, the salesman comes out and he can't help it. Everything is the best you've ever seen, beyond your wildest imagination, or the opposite. You know, at, yeah, it, it's always you know. The grandest, because he's he, he, all he's done is open buildings and golf courses and you know shopping or whatever you know, and and stood in front of a microphone and touted with you know hyperbole how great this is that that we're witnessing you know so th- that's how he speaks on everything. Yeah, but he basically threatened. He threatened. Oh, like violence! Civil like unrest, you've never and seen. violence. Yeah. civil unrest. Like, like you know. Oh, sort of Lindsey. Sort of Lindsey Graham, though. Uh, what a couple weeks ago or a week ago? I'm losing track of time, but he kind of said the same thing. He did. And so, and yeah, I don't, I don't think, think people would, will take up arms on behalf of Lindsey Graham. But but you Trump, know, would was Lindsey Graham kind of just throwing it out there to see? See what the reaction would be. Seeing if the water was safe for for Dotard to 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 talk about that. I mean, these people are armed, mm-hmm. yep. and yeah, we saw that they're yeah. aggrieved. Like you don't hear it in mainstream media, where even on the the shows that you might think you know, like on Chris Hayes or Rachel Maddow or even Lawrence, you know. Any of those from like four o'clock on, like, if it feels like nineteen thirties Germany, and it and if it really if it does, why don't you say it? Yep. Like why don't mm-hmm. why don't you why don't why don't why don't they say it and not just reserve it for, you know, tweet threads, or books. Or you know, like things that that would have been nice to know at the time is you know got got shelved for a couple of years so they could have a juicy tidbit in their book. That's a good point. I mean, because exactly. they are talking more and more about 
you know, and, and the strategy should be for the Democrats um, in this coming mid-year uh, or midterm is to talk about the loss of the democracy. But that's just one part of it. I mean, they're, they're not talking like, like Jerry's saying. The, the rest of the story is we are, you know, leading towards fascist Germany on a roller coaster, basically. I mean, we're seeing this all the time. What, what DeSantis just did by shipping um, those immigrants from where where were they were from texas or were they they weren't in florida they, were they? they were they it's still at this moment kind of kind of unknown but it was text yeah. it started in texas but then you know DeSantis is the one that, that popped right that popped off about it yeah right. he's the one that took credit for it credit he's like al jazeera well, yeah. and, and he's the one well, apparently. Not al, I'm sorry, not, not al jazeera <laughs> <laughs> But he's apparently the one that, that, that got the planes, the two planes. Yeah. Speaking of Al Jazeera. No, no, I'm sorry. Not Al Jazeera. Not Al- <laughs> two planes. Uh, yeah, don't mix them up okay. in that. Yeah, I'm Come sorry. On. I'm sorry. I, okay. Yeah, we're going to get sued from them now. <laughs> That's all we need. Right. Now that we can't Now that we yeah. can't. Uh, um, we don't have use a it for publicity. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a stupid podcasting one-on-one save the save it until the last episode to do yeah. something that gets you popular yeah. go go viral just because you, know you cancel your account hey man if it's good enough for tom brady it's good enough for us we could yeah. unretire for we the can right price yeah, we always unretire right, the right yeah. price we'll, i we'll think go. Podbean will have us back <laughs> <laughs> but we digress well this whole Episode is going to be is that digression. A digression? Should have been the name of the podcast, but we digress. <laughs> Could be the subtitle. Yeah. What has changed? Like we used to meet in person. Yep. And then there was a like there was there was a obviously a, a world a changing fucking pandemic, pandemic <laughs> that yes. that we have we I'm going to be who knows if we'll be around, but I'd like I'd like. To be at a post-pandemic world for for obvious reasons, yeah. But I'd like to get past the get past the pandemic, so you can look at the pandemic and and know what changed because of the pandemic, and or, or what did the pandemic change, or did it accelerate things that were already in motion? And and like made them worse. Like to be able to look at this period from like a historical distance, because mm-hmm. everything that's going wrong now, that is like it's being blamed on the pandemic. You know, like academic mm-hmm. academic. Um, yeah, yeah. Achievement. Bakery is, was achievement out of the little down. roles I like. It's the pandemic's fault. Yeah, you well, know? yeah. It, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, and, and no tea batteries. Yeah, pandemic. My bad. Well, but yeah. there there are some things that are legitimately, you know, f- from the pandemic, you know, like the the lost Twiv. year kids, at, huh? Twiv, yeah, Twiv is a oh well, Twiv yeah. didn't really exist. Yeah, no, what I'm talking about is is like the loss of social skills for a lot of school kids, you know, from that lost year. Um, I don't believe that. You don't believe that kids talk, lost social skills? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't just think, kids. I don't think it was a pandemic. What do you I think, think it is then? I, I, I think it's a, it's, well, a, it's a lifetime. It accelerated. It's a life, lifetime of devices. 
Right, you're right. But but the point is, is during COVID, when people weren't in person, that's what accelerated yeah. the online stuff. But yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah, you, yeah, right. But when you're talking about kids, though, kids have a screen in their face from the time they can they can hold yep, something yep. and touch a screen. But for a year or two, when they were learning remotely, they you know you were telling them get off that screen because you have to get on this screen, you know, kind of a thing. Well, because and and in the classroom, the computer to learn, yeah. In the classroom, and there was no social interaction other than family. Right, but in the classroom, they were were not allowed to be on their devices. So at least you had some time there where during the day where they weren't being subjected to all that stuff. I don't believe that the pandemic is the cause of of what we would think are lack of social skills. Because even pre-pandemic, kids were communicating on their devices, on their gaming consoles. That change was already happening. And the pandemic definitely threw things into, like, overdrive for that. But that was that was not new. And I don't think you can blame... Because the, the, the problem with blaming it on the pandemic is it gets down to policy decisions that are being kind of leveraged for whatever your political belief is. And the government did a terrible job by closing schools. Closing schools was the worst thing that could have yeah. happened. And but, if you, you know, based on the facts at the time... It seemed like uh, you know the smart thing to do. I, 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 I remember that thought press. I, I, for thought sure, process. yeah, I, mm-hmm. for sure. And and people were dying kind of left and right. They still are, maybe not yeah. in the same numbers, but people still dying from it. And I don't think it's fair to blame that. And it also gets blamed on uh, public schools and a lot of times teachers and teachers' unions. So speaking mm-hmm. of leveraging it for your own political beliefs or, or your own political positions. But I don't think that I, that's one of those things that did the pandemic cause it or did the pandemic expose it or make it worse? Make it worse, yeah. yeah. I don't think it caused I, it. Right. I, yeah. I, think I think it maybe exposed it. I don't know if it made it worse. Well, I, I don't know about school children, but I can speak for myself. I, I would say that in the last, what, 30 months or so since we pivoted and I've been working from home, that my social skills have suffered just in not going to the office on a daily basis and interacting as much as I used to in public. I'm sure it has. And, and I'm sure it, not just for me. So overall, for societal, societal-wise, just the number of people that are working from home and are not out in public as much as they used to be, a, a societal-wise, our social skills have, are, are, are worse than they used to be pre-pandemic. Why do, why, why do you think your social skills have deteriorated? Atrophy. I don't. I guess I don't think that of my of of I I don't think that about me and I'm working from home five days a week. Maybe I mm-hmm. need to maybe I need to, maybe I need to give it some more thought because you guys are like mm-hmm. uh, no, you, no, you need you to know. look in a mirror. <laughs> but and he's and he's been working from home for years, so he didn't pivot to anything. I, I don't I don't know who um, he. 
You. you. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah been, you were working from home long before. Yeah, COVID. like 25 years. Yeah, so, before yeah. Before it was cool. So, and yeah. yeah, I mean, you have to be You're intentional about You're the hipster about working from home guy. Yeah. Nice. Before it was cool, yeah. That's right. Old school. But, I mean, uh, you know, you do miss the uh, the social interactions that you would have at work. But, you know, in, in later days, I wonder if that would be, you know, like back in the day that I was in the office, nobody was talking about politics like they are now. Nobody was in, you know, like such divided uh, politically and ideologically. Uh, so, you know, I think you could have comfortable conversations back then. I don't know if that if that's really possible now. Yeah, that's true. You know, like going to grab was... a beer after work. What are you going to talk about? You know, I yeah. don't think I, I think you're because I, I I worked in the, you know, roughly the same era, maybe not in the, the same business, but roughly the same era. And and, and I, I don't put this hat on too often but you probably felt fine having any conversation you want if you were a woman or you were a person of color right. or if you yeah. were gay yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. probably didn't feel nearly as comfortable in having yeah. any kind of conversation that about issues that, that you, concerned you the oppressor yeah. felt yeah. comfortable having mm-hmm. but, and, and that 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 is definitely that oh, is sure. definitely sure sure. changed but yeah, I mean, so a lot of stuff has changed. Um, you know, a lot of the restaurants have either uh, gone out of business or you know changed. There's there's a lot of turnover as far as businesses out there too. So I don't feel that though. You don't. I don't. I I I, I like what what restaurant or what business closed during the pandemic. That didn't get replaced in that we're gonna some miss. way, shape, or form. Yeah. Because I, I, I. That other than nostalgia is, is you know, isn't gonna be missed. Or maybe, you know, I mean, hey, look, I, I missed two plus years of going to concerts. Yeah. You know, and two, you know, kind of two plus years of, of really not going on, not going on vacation. And, you know, and and basically, that that's having it easy. Yeah. During the, that's having it really easy. If well, that's that the only of, thing you lost. The, the interesting point is different factions had to totally remake the way they're doing business. Like like uh, musicians had to figure a way to do concerts on the internet, you know, mm-hmm. rather than having live concerts. And and so you saw a lot of those kind of things popping up. Breweries you saw doing, um, you know, drive-by pickup, so mm-hmm. you know, which is a smart thing to do. A lot of food places started going to Uber Eats and delivery, and yeah, you know, a lot of them picked up the DoorDash and and that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, yeah. So the interva- the ones that that kind of figured out, hey, you know, this is my livelihood. I need to figure this shit out. You know, those those are the ones I think that are still around. Well, I think there's a lot. Of, I think there's people that are that if if I was a you know a first responder. Or somebody that could not work from home and basically had to go out into a into a world that was that was more dangerous and definitely seemed more dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, the times when you you know, like everybody clapped for the um 
you know, clapping out the window for people going to, you know, work at the hospital. You know, like those, remember those days when we were all kind of in it together? Well, and there and that, were, was, yeah. that was pre-vaccine time, too. And that's, they were the true, you know, people on the line, the firing line. Right. And, know, literally. And, and now, uh, you know what? Who gives a shit? I'm not mm-hmm. wearing a mask. I'm not getting another shot. The last shot gave me a cold. And I didn't yeah. feel good mm-hmm. for a couple of days, mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. not doing it. Or I'm not doing it because you can't make me. Yeah. And same people that may have been clapping for the first responders are now th- those folks. They expect to go. They expect to go to the hospital, and they expect the, you know, the same amount of care. And between teachers and nurses and you know folks that are that basically get the ass end of the effects of covid and not doing anything about it i think those people i think those people have a right to be pissed but the the number of people and groups that are in the pissed column is way longer than it was in 2017 mm-hmm. or 2018 when we do we start in 2017 yeah 2017, 2017. Yeah. yeah September. so you know the like the 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 list of people who are aggrieved, you know, people in groups. That's a very long list, and you can you can argue about who has the right to be, you know, angry and who doesn't, because we certainly spent the greater part of five years being pissed twice a week on yeah. this you, podcast you, channel. But if you if you scroll through, and I was I was doing that earlier from the you know the first episodes. On it takes a while before we got to the uh, you know the red alarm kind of level you know like one of our first conversations was on the kneeling right the NFL players yeah yeah Trump and kneeling. the NFL and Colin Kaepernick and, and the kneeling players and that was like yeah that was like the the, the first episodes main yeah. topic but and then uh, yeah I mean we're, and then we went to Jeff Sessions you know where if they you look at it it's it's kind of like we're the frog in in the pan. And and the yeah as as it gets turned up a little bit more and more and more it takes a good number of episodes before it's a holy shit this water's hot you know kind of you know for mm-hmm. you know, absolutely yeah because I don't remember what episode it was before we uh, we first entertained the the phrase Christian white Christian nationalism but that was not in the early oh days. no 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 it was well later. So, you know, it took a while to kind of connect dots as we were living the experience of the Trump administration before we started to realize the, you know, the deep, deep danger. It wasn't just doing stupid stuff. I don't know. Episode 39 was called Gloom, Despair, and Agony. Oh, that was the first Ledge episode then. That's, you know, (laughs) and and by the way, the, the one before that was God Won't Pay Off Your Student Loans. So, yeah. you know, hey, oh. I think the gloom, that one gloom, up despair, the and file. agony. Yeah, I think that was the first one that me and Jerry did together, uh, where Jeff wasn't there. Oh, that was when probably one of my and daughters. And that was from the um, um, hee haw. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. I Deep dark that. depression, yeah. excessive misery. Whoa. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So that was uh, what? What time? That was what year? April twenty nineteen. Okay. Yep. It'd be interesting if we were like to continue because there's a lot of 
assholes running for office. Yes. And yes. a lot of folks that are making That's because a, we elected the the main one to the big job and all the little ones saw that it was okay to come out into public and be that. Yeah, you know what? The the, the combination of of true believers that I can finally mm-hmm. I can finally be myself. I can yeah. I can yeah. out myself for the you know reprehensible person that I am or maybe even worse the people who are using it to just you know just kind of the hangers on and the people got their finger up in the air seeing which way the wind's blowing and you know mm-hmm. what the, I, I'll do that in order to win this election get this power position make money does that make, sound yeah, familiar yeah, yeah I mean yeah. like how different is that from any other type of you know fascist okay you know what didn't think it could happen here well, I mean, the frightening thing in Georgia is Herschel Walker. I mean, this is not one of those races. This is a Senate race, so it's not gerrymandered. This no, is open yeah. to the whole state. And we've seen video after video after video of this guy that just can't put together like a sentence yeah. without being garbled or, you know, just totally what? And yet, they're like pretty much neck and neck in the polls. I mean, are you kidding me? I hate to burst your bubble, but him winning an election is almost the least of your concerns. None of these elections, none of these people are going to go willingly. Quietly, yeah, after and, they lose. And they're not, they're, they're not going to, they're not going to accept it. And they're going to, they're going to not shut up about it. And they're going to, they're going to sue or they're going to try to get into voting machines and they're going to try to intimidate people at the polls. They're never, ever going to right. shut up about it. Candace Taylor is saying, you know, talking about improprieties in her election, she got 3.4% of the vote or whatever it was. Th- that's, yeah. <laughs> that's the bigger, you know, like if Kemp wins, I'll be, I'll be bummed. You know, yeah. if Herschel Walker wins, I'll be probably, probably more bummed. Um, but if, if Herschel Walker loses, do you think that any, that, that, that he or his most rabid supporters are going to go, you know what? We gave it a good shot, but you know, we lost this one. The better man won. Yeah. Good luck to a great fight. Good um, luck to our opponent. You you think, I mean, you think that's gonna, you, I mean, seriously, you think they're going to do that? I mean, there no. are there are yeah. like the the woman running for governor in uh, in Arizona is super dangerous, and yep. the guy that's running for for governor in Pennsylvania is Me- yep. hyper dangerous. Well, and Michigan, the the you know the Republican running there and, is and super dangerous. The it feels like. Whitmer has a, a big enough cushion where that's not that shouldn't be a big problem, but the bitching about it afterwards. Right. And by right. the way, the, the other aspect of that, you know, kind of the hangers on. I don't think mm-hmm. Herschel Walker cares really about much of anything. No. No. But mm-hmm. Doctor Oz is is big time. So you know a charlatan, and yeah. who knows what he'll say or do. I mean, Anything. he's he's a great example of a hanger-on that is just 
you know, using it to basically tarnish his own, his own, his brand. Yeah. But yeah. Well, and he has no exit strategy. That's, I think that's your, your, your point there is, is like, he doesn't want to go back. He, he sees too much of a financial advantage of, of staying in the, in exit the game. Exit strategy from what? Yeah. Well, from like maybe I shouldn't have tied my train to the to the Trump train. Mm, too late. Well, too late for that's that. what I'm saying. You can't yeah. you can't reverse that. Right, right. but uh, I mean, I guess I I I, I see what you mean because I was thinking when you said exit strategy strategy like, you know, like what he'll do next, like an I, apology tour, like some of the guys are trying to do. Well, you know what? In the in the five years, uh, Glenn Beck was an asshole. And then Glenn Beck found religion, and then Glenn Beck basically became Glenn Beck Came again. In, yeah, and you know, found his inner sold, asshole. So yeah, you know, bought it. You know, sold his soul back mm-hmm. to the devil, and basically showed who he who he actually is. I didn't think Mormons were that many. You know, there were assholes, but I guess uh, no. he's proved that right. No, I mean, like, <laughs> well, so. Where do you rank Mitt Romney on that scale? He holds to his beliefs, and that makes him an asshole. But he's not mm. being an asshole for ratings. Oh, so you so you give him a you cut him some slack because he's a Mormon. <laughs> you, that's the, why you cut him slack because he's well, a Mormon. Well, I'm saying so. Romney is the pain like, is a byproduct. It's not the. Right, it's it's not a marketing strategy. It's who he is. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't make it worse. His damage is collateral. Well, I not, mean, at least Romney the, is. The, yeah, the he's, reason he's there. Right, he's honest about it. Beck is not. He's he's a flimflam guy, just like the rest of them. Yeah, but huh? I think, interesting. Yeah, his hmm. his shift to Mormonism, I think, was was that one of those flimflam things as well. But who's Beck? Beck. Oh. I, I, you know, why somebody, you know, I, in is, you know, converts to Mormonism, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, that's something I, you know, they, they, who knows why? Yeah. And but, the amount of time I've spent thinking about Glenn Beck's uh, religion is, uh, yeah, this well, is very cool. This about it. I would process. say that, yeah. that the Mitt Romneys are arguably worse because he he went along to get along, and then occasionally would take a stand and he would get lauded for it from our side and he'd get vilified for it by the other mm-hmm. side but yeah much he voted like for the, impeachment uh, he, half of he it. did half he of that. Did, yeah he did enough but not enough but he, well, but he, though, he he's or, not or a, he did it when it was inconsequential he, he didn't do it when it was a 50-50 vote and he would have he, he would have been the deciding factor you know and thrown it over frequently it was you know yeah but if if we already had a three vote cushion, you know, or something, he'd vote along or something like that. Where it didn't matter. The yeah. Susan, Co- yeah. the Susan Collins strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. If he had pearls, he'd be clutching them. He, he wasn't. He wasn't. He didn't fight. He 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 definitely was not quote. Uh, uh, here's a term you don't hear anymore: the resistance. Mm. Yeah. He definitely was not part of the resistance. Occasionally, he would kind of step out of line, but otherwise. He right. marched right in line with everything oh, that the GOP yeah. was doing for years, and his moral compass certainly seemed a little askew for a lot that went on 
during the Dotard administration. I think he left it on that table during that Dotard meeting. Oh, right when yeah. he was at when Trump he was Tower. kissing his ass to be, be yeah. to become Secretary of State. Yeah. Kissing the ring in the meeting. Yeah, he was doing that, that for God though. That's where he left his moral compass. That's one was of on the, the table at that, that, that meeting. That is one of the best pictures because because oh, Dotard is just like like just got this evil grin and yep. Romney's kind of looking over his shoulder like. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, he like, looks what? like a beat dog. <laughs> he he looks like a, a beaten, like, yeah. like you ever seen a dog that somebody has abused? It went on the carpet. Yeah. It, yeah. That's what it looked like. Like, there's always a wet spot underneath this. Like that, yeah. that picture was just, like, the last bit of his dignity escaping his body or escaping his soul. And he knew soul. it, and he realized, yeah, just how, yeah. Yeah, so, so Mitt Romney, you know, you know no, no thanks. No, I, know. I know, but I'm saying like Glenn Beck and others are more influential than Mitt Romney to the audience, the white audience. Hmm. The white audience. Yeah, I mean, they have a national presence. They have podcasts. They have. Is is Beck's not back on Fox? Is he? He's still uh, doing he his might own be on. The, he might be on the streaming service. Shit, he might but, be on CNN now. Um, <laughs> that's another change. <laughs> you know that that's going to be the you know religious term come to Jesus moment for a lot of people there, and and I think I said this on previous podcasts, but I would don't expect any of these folks to quote take a stand. No, they make too much money. They're yeah. they're you know they can't go just to yeah. Where know, are they going to go? They don't have a news network in every in every you know. Big, uh, big city. Yeah. They're at, They're gonna. They're gonna go and, yeah, along. Yeah, they make a shit ton of money, and they live here in Atlanta, uh, where you know it, it doesn't have the cost of living not, in New York not, City. Not as many. It's not a skeleton near, crew not here now. Nearly as many. Really? Yeah. The, the, they, one of the big anchors don't broadcast from here. I, you know what? I'm not even sure. Uh, any of them do? If uh, how much they even program. Maybe headline news or something. Really? But, well, that's not that hasn't been headline news forever. Um, yeah. But oh. some of so the the morning show. Give us thirty minutes, we'll give you the world, Jeff. Hey, man, that's where that's where that's where many a mediocre media career was began. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. Um, I had no idea that it wasn't still. I just I always assumed it was still broadcast from from here in Atlanta. No, the 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 power. Structure you're you're bursting my bubble. I so yeah that that's a and that's a old bubble too. Um, man. They, look, they sold CNN I guess Center. So. They're they're moving. They're like there's there won't be. I guess I would have heard more about what's his name, you know, in, in you know, popping up at restaurants here in Atlanta, or whatever. Ted? No, no, uh, um, like the big anchors. Uh, oh yeah, you don't hear about at them. CNN. I don't right, think there's the, any big none of them. Here. Very yeah. few are. Yeah. Are here. It's either New York or DC. Who's Gloria Vanderbilt's kid? Anderson Cooper. Yeah, Anderson. Uh, okay, yeah, that's uh, that's one I couldn't think of the name. Yeah, I I have not heard about you know him popping in at Panos and Paul's or something you know or whatever. No, yeah. reason no to come you know here. what? Panos and Paul's a perfect perfect uh, analogy because that's been gone forever too. Yeah, yeah, yep. Old yeah. school, old school Atlanta. There we go. Sorry, that's a that's a that's a deep dark rabbit hole. Oh yeah. Um, early on, and we only did this a couple of times, but we did a tequila episode, 
and then a brown liquor episode. Oh, and it was probably man. a good thing that we didn't continue yeah. them after that. Yeah, <laughs> there's a reason why we we didn't do. Uh, let hey, let's all get together and do like nine shots we, we, uh, <laughs> while we record. Okay. <laughs> like like no more. Uh, what was it eight shots for eight indictments? Uh, <laughs> or was that it? What was it? By the way, I don't. I, I'm not sure uh, why we had this, but episode 28 or 29 was called Herd Immunity, and that was in December of 2018. Oh, then that's not anything related to unless we had a premonition or something going on. Well, yeah, I mean, this oh, is where you cow. went. For yeah. future man, it's like <laughs> oh wow, the godless heathens future cast. I'm gonna have to go back and see what that one was the about. The godless prophets—that's that what we were. Uh well, I mean, mm-hmm. you know what? That's actually that's actually not a bad name for a podcast. The godless prophets. <laughs> that make that, from... that make that make everybody mad. The God-given prophecies. Um, but it was but it dealt it dealt with it dealt with um, uh. People not wanting to get vaccinated. And, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that was, in, wow. In, in in the very Jeez. liberal, progressive enclave of Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, oh yes. I remember that. No. that it's coming back. This, yep. These were the these were probably the woo woo super yep. left. The same yep. people yeah. that you know the wellness. It'll mess folks. with my chakra, man. You know, you're messing with my chi. So. So again, oh. the Godless Heathens future cast. We we yeah. were on that shit. Holy cow! Two years, man. Two Forgot years. Two years. Come, you know, see what everybody who's listening for the first time. You see what you missed? Yeah, you need to go back to these back episodes, man. So, what was um, what was your favorite episode as a recommendation? <laughs> There's <laughs> so you many. You know, one I was just scrolling to that I remember that we. Did is when we went to uh, Andy Stanley's church. Remember that, Jerry? Yeah. But God, uh, you were there too, right? We all yeah. went. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. And that was kind of a freaky, freaky experience for you. Well, for you guys too. I knew what mega churches were, but you yeah. guys had never really experienced anything that, uh, other than your Catholic masses. Well, the only mass, the only real mass. Oh, yeah, that's the, true. The only that's one that matters. The I think the production quality of, of the service and the, the casual dress, the casual the dress, dress, hipsters, not even hipsters, but like we were overdressed. And I think we all had yes. like, you know, like either nobody like wore a tie or polo, anything. like, yeah, like jeans, shorts, flip flops, you know, like basically whatever they rolled out of we should have just with. wore undercover atheist t-shirts because i mean we stood out like a turd in a punch bowl big time was- <laughs> and we weren't even we weren't even dressed like no, we weren't even no. dressed well but no. that that was and uh, you know haven't gone to too many catholic masses yeah. since i left but you still kind of dress you know you may, you may not dress up but you didn't dress down you would never walk in with shorts, shorts and, and flip-flops te- no, no. No, no, no way. I remember when we went there, we all drove separately, and I walked up, and they had, like, greeters and stuff out front. Oh, yeah. And I was, like, you know, trying to get into character or whatever, you know. And somebody was like, good morning. I was, I was like, good to see you, brother. And, so, and they were like, they were like, love the energy. And I was like, I need to turn it down. I'm at a nine, and I need to be at about a five and a half. Sign of the cross. Sign of the cross. Oh, I remember that. Love the energy. Like, uh-oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> We've been spotted. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's like a that's like a you know like a a movie where you dressed up the opposite sex or something like one of yeah, those stupid yeah. teen comedies. You know, like white girls. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, but like I I think what what surprised both of us and, and you probably more than even me was the sound equipment and the video equipment and the lighting and, and just production, the baby. level of production yeah. that went into this service. And the fog machines. Yeah, the know, fog they, machines. Right, and yeah. how, many, how many, like, boom cr- camera cranes were oh, yeah, operational yeah. during, yeah, for, for sweeping crowd, you know, shots. Hey, I'm, and, not, I'm, know, not, I'm not there to listen to... To listen to an unmarried man drone on about a lesson from the book, I want to be entertained. <laughs> you don't, you want to hear somebody wax poetically about thoughts he had while driving his truck? And but yeah, yeah, just regular old guy, you know, multimillionaire. Just some petrol you know, the QT But by the way, when and, I yeah. was when I was on my phone. My truck was parked because I'm yeah. a safe driver. Don't you kids do any crazy stuff in your Man, car. You, you guys even remember the sermon. Holy oh, yeah. cow. I'm impressed. I took, I took notes. Wow. It, it, you know, it, it was, um, I wouldn't say it was life-changing, but it was definitely eye-opening. Eye-opening. Absolutely yeah. eye-opening. Right. Absolutely, yeah. So when you asked, like, or, you, or Jeff, when you mentioned, like, we really didn't you know, talk about the heavy stuff until later. And and by the way, I, this is a credit to Don and his his episode descriptions because they're always good. And for episode forty three was called the new normal. And Ooh. we were talking like that we on this episode we have a wide open conversation about if after the last two plus years have we? Can we ever return to normal, or are we, in fact, living in the new normal? Mm-hmm. And that's that's what? a repeat fucking topic. Well, what so maybe it? that's yeah. where we our started. New normal, talking about moving goalposts. Our, our new normal kept getting new. You know, yeah, kept being yeah. renewed. What what day was that one? That was June twenty third, twenty nineteen. That's still pre pandemic. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We we had a we've had a number of new normals since the pandemic hit. That was just on uh, on a political oh, aspect. But we were talking about how like are are you know like are we are we really in it? Like right. is this yeah. it? You yeah. Know, because you know the like the topic of waiting for it to revert. You know, kind of pining for in some ways for the way things used to be like kind of opens your eyes to huh and it's you know first of all it's probably not going back and second of all Mm -hmm. if you don't do something about it if we don't do something about it kind of collectively it's only going to get worse and that absolutely has happened in multiple ways other than Trump in the White House, I can't think of anything where it wouldn't have been better to revert back to that day. From, you know, you know what I mean? At any point from, since then. And we were talking about that being like, have, have we crossed over kind of a thing? It's gotten so much worse since then that we would take that. I mean, we would trade now or six months ago or a year ago for, for then other than who's in the White House, basically. And, and just his... His kind of slow march to power, 
Mm-hmm. Like you could see the the mistakes. And maybe they weren't even mistakes because a lot of times they were monetized, but they never like there was never a a full bore response to birtherism. Like it was no. ju- it was just kind of kind of tut-tutted and not looked at as the you know kind of a really bad sign of things to come well because then at that time that was a fringe element i mean you know trump was kind of the lead fringer but you know what i'm saying is like most of the republican party didn't participate in that um um that conspiracy yeah but they also didn't they also didn't they they didn't denounce it so they did mm. participate in it by to, silence, to, yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Like their 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 silence absolutely was um, condoning it, and there was a there was a belief among the media that they couldn't criticize it because that would be partisan, and that really never that never really went away, and you know when you watch the kind of the Jordan Klepper videos when he's talking to these MAGA hats at, you know, name the rally. Yeah, yeah. If you ask them, you know, was Obama born here? They're going to, more people than you would believe are yes. going to say no. Or they're going to be like, where's his birth certificate? Right. You know, they're going to, sure. they're going to, ju- they're going to just ask questions. And, you know, letting that go, did, did letting that go, you know, kind of grease the skids for everything else? Kind of feels like it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it kind of feels like it. And, you know, maybe now that people are pissed off, particularly women, over Roe. Yeah. So just a couple of days ago, Lindsey Graham, who is very calculating, like I don't think he says anything without having a reason. No. He kind of spouted off and talked about the 15 week, you know, yep. national yep. abortion yep. or the the late term abortion ban at 15 weeks. You, Which is them trying to get in front back in front of this. Com- um, completely. Yeah. Completely. So that that's their that's kind of their version of an off ramp. They're saying we are we are the reasonable ones when it comes to abortion. We want to limit it at fifteen weeks. They want partial birth abortion. But they want they, to, want they also want to flush to down six the, months after the baby's been born to, to retroactively go back and decide to you know abort it. You know whatever they they, they just you know they're trying to paint themselves as being the moderates. And they, well, they in, want a memory hole. Everything that they they did and said. To get to this yeah, point. Yeah, they've all scrubbed their, their websites where they, they've talked about how they're strong advocates, for, you know, pro-life and blah, blah, all the rest of this stuff. But do, and, you, yeah. do you think he did it? Like, do you think he spoke out of turn or was this some kind of GOP trial balloon? Because he doesn't really, it doesn't matter to him. He Mm-mm. can pretty much say anything well, the, and the he's going to get reelected. But the yes. vibe is that McConnell's pissed. Do you not believe that, or, um, or, I, I don't know. I, I I mean, based on what? Well, I mean, you right. know, logically, they they say that 
most Republicans, because of what Don was just saying, where they kind of erased a lot of this stuff from their website, the people that are running for, for midterm. And and so, you know, they were hoping to kind of tamp that back down and get the focus back on, um, you know, inflation and all those kind of things. And so for Lindsey Graham to bring that back up is putting it back on the front burner because we know what he's doing, too. <laughs> It's not 15 weeks across the board. Is like if your state wants it totally banned from inception. Yeah, if your state wants to do cool. two weeks, that's yeah. fine, but they can't do 16. Right. So basically, yeah, what they're doing is the states that are like California and other states that that are you know that that have a little bit more lenient um, perspective. Now, what they're doing, yeah. what they're doing is putting their toe in the water. Like what they're what they're doing is is Lindsey Graham doesn't like. Like Herschel Walker's not going to say that, he, although he did agree with it. He's not going to be the first right. one to say it. And Brian Kemp's, states, right, Brian Kemp's but, not yeah. going to be the first one to say it because they're in tight races. Lindsey Graham is not. Yeah. Lindsey Graham, I think he feels and they feel, can pretty much do whatever he wants. He can take a few slings and arrows. Absolutely. And, well, and a, that, a trial balloon. It's like two weeks prior to that. Is he was he was uh, you know in an interview, and said it's about states' rights. Two weeks before, states and now rights. he it introduces mm-hmm. this bill about mm-hmm. no, it's federal. So you know they they don't give a shit because they know that stuff is not like ancient history when he said that. That was just two weeks ago. It also it also gives the Republicans actually two positions they can take they can either stay i i believe this is a a, a state's issue and and should be you know uh, given to the states as a side or they can they can take his you know his, his position of a federal 15 week but and, the, and try to play the middle uh as, as some sort of a moderate but i think the danger of what he's doing there is like kansas just you know had a constitutional yeah, amendment they, vote they said hey well, we'll put it of course kansas will go the way what you know, kansas, it, yeah they and, did not expect that and i think michigan just put you know is going to put that on their um ballot for november so is that saying that no matter you know if you guys vote in favor of you know having having a right to an abortion that if the republicans get back in power doesn't mean anything to me if you're a if you're a potential voter out there it's like if you don't see this as an erosion of, you know, your rights as a, you know, a, a democracy. Yeah. That, you know, and, and to me, that's that's a thing that needs to really be focused on. So the answer to the question, which was your favorite episode was? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, yeah. So I was saying that Andy Stanley one was kind of a fun one to do because, you know, that was a in-depth investigation you know yeah that was that was fun uh you know the the personally probably jerry goes back to church that was always my favorite Um, one as far as uh, from a behind the scene like you know this week in baseball kind of a uh peak that was the one that we sat down we had our pre we were still doing it in person then um, we had a pre-show meeting. We came up with what we were talking about. We had all our points lined up in front of us, ready to go. Organized, and baby. Ready to go, man. And we had we turned on the microphone, and off the cuff, Jerry mentioned that he went back to church for a funeral. 
And the entire show took a right-hand turn, and we never talked about a single topic we wrote down. <laughs> and I thought that was one of the truest conversations, one of the most heartfelt um, and, and, and most pure conversations that the three of us had throughout the, the five-year run. Yeah. And that's always been the one that if anybody asks, what's a good one to start? Try that one out. Yeah, I was going to say, too, because most atheists can identify with that on some level. You know, mm-hmm. where they, they still have um, relatives that are religious and, you know. They have a family responsibility that, that requires them to enter, to darken the door right. it may of not be some holiday, sort of religious institution. <laughs> but for sure, a funeral yeah. is going to be one of yeah. those kind of occasions where, as an atheist, man, it is hard to suck that stuff up. Yeah. But yeah. And, and, you know, and, 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 you know, you still want to respect the people that do believe that that you, stuff. You, is yeah, a, you can go to a, you can go to a wedding and it very well may not be very religious. You know, it, it may be, in know, a church be as a well, very right. Secular ceremony, but very seldom do you go to a secular, completely secular funeral. Church service funeral, right? Exactly. Right. Yes. Yeah, where they're yes. quoting Bible yeah. verses and yeah, they're talking it's about the all of and the you know what, and they're yeah. they're in a better place. And yep. by the and way, you'll yeah. see them again if you're a Christian, Just but if you're not a Christian. I don't want this to be foreshadowing, but, you know, if I pass soon, just don't tell, don't, don't have it. Nobody should say that I'm in a better place. You'll know exactly where I am, probably in a box (laughs) in somebody's cabinet. He's in in that jar on that table right over there (laughs) by the uh, cheese dip. (laughs) You know, that, like, in that, that episode, and was kind of like almost like therapy and Mm -hmm. you know not that doing the podcast was therapy but there were definitely things that were discussed things i didn't know things i learned things i thought differently of or about until you know like one of you guys talked about it or you know like it was it in some ways kind of hardened things that I believed in, like made them more clear. And then in other way, in other ways, it was like, yeah, I used to think that. And now I think, now I think this. Um, and yeah, probably not all for the good. In some ways it kind of, I don't know. Did the podcast, Harden me, or did the last five years harden me? I would probably say the last five years, the podcasts were just ways, to, ways to talk about it well, yeah, and maybe and try to get over it. That's what it was for me. I, I would say it more qualifies as a therapy session where, you know, you've been thinking this stuff for the last, you know, week or two. Because we've been, you know, we communicate during the week and all that kind of stuff on a on a signal yeah, we thing keep and all up that. In, in our signal chat, which is commonly yeah. referred to yeah. as the "fuck that guy" chat, because that's what most of the the posts are. Is, is here's an article about a guy. Right. Oh, by the way, right. fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, have we had any good news stories? <laughs> oh my god, that is that, so. is that is yeah. that is that is so true. That is and 100% true. We are, Every, we are uh, as probably we say, 75% of, 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 of 
what is sent in that signal chat is fuck this guy. Yeah. And here, here's a link to an article, you know, in the Atlantic. <laughs> fuck him further. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, so so at least they come together every couple of weeks to kind of unpack yeah, we can, that. Yeah, we, we, we all read the article. And we all, you know, kind of chewed on it for, for a couple of days to a week or whatever. And then we would get together every other week and kind of, you know, talk about what we've been thinking about for, you know, the last But unpack week it. So. And like, like Jerry's saying, too, is some of the stuff is like, I would, you know, I would say something and then I would get pushed back. Uh, what do we call him? Contrarian Jerry or something like that. And so to, I think to correct hear correct you know, Jerry, I think correct <laughs> Jerry is the way it should be said, right? But I mean, you know, to, to hear a little bit different twist, we're all kind of in the same, you know, general mm-hmm. area. But I mean, you know, there's there's different ways you can look at a topic or a or a viewpoint that is kind of good to get outside perspective, other than the stuff that's yeah. brewing in your own head. And I mean, you know, so that's what's important about having a community. That's what what was important about this. So my favorite moments were Jerry telling you there's no way that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good imitation. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and yes, the, completely wrong on the vaccine. Yeah. Like, completely wrong on the vaccine. Glad I think, I I think we all bit. were. We all I think there was a wrong. lost bit in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah we were all wrong. But a lot of, but no way that's going to happen. I probably believe seventy-five percent of those. No way it's going to happen. <clears throat> and that's actually kind of the source of the lingering agita, is hmm. that like that's me still with kind of a foot in the past because I don't like you know having both feet in this current. Yeah. Or the, or or in the in the future, you know. Like I don't want to. I don't want to always, you know, this next election, the most important election of our lifetime. Yeah. And that one. I don't. I I don't. I don't want that. I want it to just be another election. Yeah. And you know, it's not. And it no. just feels like at some point you're gonna run out of luck. You know, like you mm-hmm. can't. You can't win the world's most. You know, the most important election of your lifetime, every single in- time. In the eleventh hour, yeah, you know, like, every single time. You know, yeah. like you, you can't expect uh, a Supreme Court decision to turn out to be a landmine that Mm-mm. might spike your that your opponent might have stepped on. You know, they're the they're in some ways the dog that caught the car, yeah. and you can't count on that kind of you know own goal helping your side out. And I don't see. I don't, I don't like this next election is going to be, is going to be pretty telling, you know, like instead of just couple people, you know, pissing and moaning about the results, it could be dozens, hundreds Mm -hmm. and, and doing it not necessarily because they believe it, although some people are really, are really going to believe it, um, but doing it to, you know, for the grift or for the attention or for the power. Yeah. and Or all three. Yeah, you, I, yeah. You know, like, and people like MTG becoming more powerful. And people, and, and people looking Having at her influence. going, that's yeah. 
my path. Mm-hmm. And then you get smarter versions. You get yeah. savvier versions. You get meaner versions. That's what DeSantis is. Right, exactly. He's a smarter, yeah. meaner version of Dotard. A more refined. Um, and he lives to do to to basically, you know, punish perceived enemies. That's not a great. That's not a. That's not a great vibe for a democracy. No. Mm-mm. And no. And like that part, like that's why I feel like I got one foot in the 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 old way because I because I miss it. You know, yeah. like what what's what do you think? kids and young adults how bitter are they going to be or how not warped but different are they going to be because this is all they ever have known this is their normal like they don't know point. any different they like, think politics has always been like this yeah like 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 mean and vindictive yeah. and yeah. you know not um you know not to either assist people or, you know, run a government for the benefit of the people. And, and, you know, I'm not wearing a, you know, a rose colored glasses about, about, you know, you know, the government working for you, but, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's all they know. And if that's all they know, how toxic is that? Just thinking about yeah. it kind of bums me out. Like, yep. you know, they don't know any different. They don't know a time. And, and look, and it all, and it wasn't always better. Clearly, wasn't always right. better for everybody. Right. You know. No. So, you know, and in in some ways, we're 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 going we're going back to that. I had no idea, as you guys didn't either. I don't think that the stunt of human trafficking people to liberal enclaves. Was done in the sixties. Right, 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 right. Yep. And, that, and how how is that legal? It's not. Now, it's not. Now in the sixties, it was what? for the civil rights movement. They they mm-hmm. were taking people that lived in the south and 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 just lying to them, them, lying to them. Yeah. Okay. And doing but it just to own them. But that's American citizens. This, this is people that are here illegally that were then transported across multiple state lines by one state governor from one state to another state. We, were, were, they, were, they, were they here illegally or were they, are they looking for asylum? Right, yeah. And, and one thing that we've learned, you know, it, oh, I, I, the hard way, is a law is only as good as the... Uh, willingness to enforce it, yeah, and and a lot of things that we thought were laws or rules turned mm-hmm. out to be those norms, yeah. which you could, if you were so inclined, you could trample on, and one party would gleefully follow your lead on it. Nobody had ever done it because nobody had ever done it. it was kind of the the, the sitting rule. Until That's somebody just not went, the way it's done. Fuck it. Let's just do it. Yeah. Right. What are you going to do? You know what? Yeah. Stop me. Nobody's ever tried. You know, what if, we, you know, like nobody ever thought if you had to decide whether a president could pardon himself or not, because nobody ever thought that we'd have to. Anybody so you know, craven to, to think about it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's where I get so nope, tired nope. of the term. There's no precedent. Of course not. We yeah. never had anybody like Trump yeah, in this yeah, we've never been. Before. Yeah, we're in uncharted territory. I mean, right. they're, living, they're living in a world where the Supreme Court is considered in some, to some groups, hopelessly corrupt and partisan. Yeah. And from the other group is about damn time that you're finally standing up for the actual... You know, rule of Real law. Real Americans. Yes. Us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, us, I mean, they're, 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 I don't know. Well, you, it's, they do talk about the rule of law a lot, but they're about to find out about the rule of law. Are they? Yeah. I do believe so. Wait a minute. Uh, Wait a minute. Let me, let me. I know. Where, where's your lighter? Where's your lighter? Where's Hold my the football, Lucy. Yeah, that's right. How many, how many indictments <laughs> just went out? 31? Uh, the my pillow guy's phone got seized. I mean, what else? I mean, they're at a Hardee's. are tightening. Yeah, at a at a Hardee's <laughs> drive-through. Right. Not even in the restaurant. He was in the drive-through. That that is like Mr. Pillow. Yes. Yeah. In Mankato, there. Yeah. Mankato, is that where? Minnesota. Is that where he was? Yeah. Yeah. Eh? That'll be thirteen forty-seven. Please drive around. You have the right to remain silent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been through Mankato. <laughs> Not the Hardys, but I've been there. But he's, he's, he's a victim now. Like mm -hmm. and and oh, the one of the one of the more gross moments of a gross life was when Dotard called into the Ashley Babbitt oh yes. memorial slash rally. And Seven people uh, standing on a street corner like that. Like, like. Look, I, I think her. I think her parents were there, or relatives. Yeah, her mother was there. And they lost somebody and, who who was, you know, obviously mattered to them. But yeah. you know, her martyrdom is is. And somebody is ran up close. with a sign that like it, like birds aren't real, something like that. It was one of those just non sequitur signs, and just stood there, and they they tried to block them or whatever while while they were talking on the phone. With they're them. they're they're making her. You know, mm -hmm. those people, you know, they're... they're she's gonna, a martyr. She is, yes. She'll be a... She'll be... Too bad that, that she's not Catholic. They would saint her. Yes. Would, well, they would What are her two, miracles? Two miracles. Two miracles attributed to her, uh, which, as we spoke they about... They could find them. They could find them. Yeah. They'll make them up. Yeah. yeah. Like they'll, the others. They'll, they'll make them up. Yeah, they're not real. Come on. What are y'all's favorite episodes? Well, you mentioned uh, what was always my kind of like recommendation. If somebody is, well, it's funny because somebody at work actually said, you know, found out about the podcast and they asked me, you know, hey, what's your podcast about? First of all, my, my pat answer was uh, we talk about everything you can't talk about at work, which it was basically shut the fuck up and keep moving, right. you know. <laughs> but if, if somebody asked me, you know, that was usually the one that I gave them was the one that you said, Jerry goes back to church. That was always a good episode uh, to recommend to somebody. Um, as far as the sense of humor, um, the um, just GHP number, was it 37? Was that the one that was just called GHP number 37? I think it was. Oh, we didn't even Thanks, have a Zach. topic. Thanks, that, Zach, for, for being kind enough to chide us into numbering our episodes. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Zach, again. But that was the one where we did the – that was um, April Fool's Day. And oh, we were yeah, the, yeah. Um, the God-filled Holy Rollers. 
So that yeah, we're, that was that, that, was that, that was actually the most hated episode by some some of uh yeah. some of the regular listeners. We lost all kinds of uh donators at that point, right? That was the now <laughs> as far that was the shortest episode. It was only like 37 38 minutes or something like that. It was, it was, I remember, remember it was a shorter than normal episode, but that was probably the most fun episode. Oh, it was challenging though. Yeah. It was hard to stay in that character. I forgot. It was, I forgot it was hard about to that. stay out of one out, out of uh, uh, yeah, a certain character, and uh, stay in another. But yeah, absolutely, that was always a fun one. You know, one of the, one of the things I I thought was kind of cool was having a podcast gives you a certain amount of clout, where we're able to have some interesting guests on just because we had a stinking podcast. Yeah, Luckily, yeah, they didn't absolutely. do the research to find out how many downloads. But I mean, <laughs> but we did have some really good guests. We had um, I'm trying I, I'm going to leave somebody out, but. Mandisa finally had her on. We had Doug Paget. We had both the guys from Straight White American Jesus on. Greta Vosper. Uh, we recently had Kim Greta Jackson. Vosper. Yeah, Greta Vosper was on. Vince Rankin, Rankin Yellow. Yep. Yep. Had him on twice. Well, and Kim so. Jackson just, just yep. fairly yep. recently. You know, I mean. Neil. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah Neil, Neil Carter, Carter was on. Yep. One, one so, of my, and of course, one of my co-workers Tom. was on to mock me. Yeah, yeah we, had, we had the history, uh, prof- uh, the history uh, historian. That was and, it, historian, and also and then um, Brooke. We had Brooke, oh, uh, Brooke from CNN. A, that who, was uh, fun, and, and and Facebook. Who came on with us? That was fun, and she's a great follow on uh, on. Twitter. Oh, she is. And then there was another uh, a professor out of Rome. Who I can't remember her name. That's I'm my sorry. friend, Doctor Susan. We were talking about purity yes. culture. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, to me, that, that that's kind of cool. Too. That you know, like. Sitting around, uh, you know, at a party or something, you're not going to have those kind of people just pop in. So, so you're not going to have the you're not going to have the pull of being, you know, like a podcaster when you go to the next atheist meetup. You know, you're just just a regular old non-believer. You know, right? You want to talk to me? <laughs> <laughs> Can I record you, sir? Without editing hangups. <laughs> well, I, I I do. I want to thank anybody. That listened, gave us a comment, you took know, the time. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, gave us crap on Twitter or email or you know Facebook. agreed or disagreed or Facebook or um, in person. Yeah, yeah, or or in person. Although you know, like you know, I, I don't react too well to a finger in the chest. You know, <laughs> starting with you. Um, You're but, the one. Right. <laughs> you know what? And then again, maybe I deserved it. Um, yeah. But definitely thank anybody who was who was along for the ride. It was um, it was very much appreciated. It's it is Absolutely. very much appreciated. Still is. And I want to thank Don you for being the production. <laughs> I, I was going to say we'll say workhorse, but meticulous you know, editor. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and you know, look for a. For a uh, kind of a stereotypical, you know, oh, you know, everyone's got a podcast. You yeah, know, yeah. Like you listen to or, podcasts, and the production and editing on, on this podcast is, you know, look, it, it's not, it's not serial. You know, yeah. where, you know, we're all talking into the mic like this, and there's music, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> you know, like like all the the faux suspense that comes into these. But this isn't the daily. No, or anything. <laughs> right, yeah. thank goodness. <laughs> um, but the editing was 
and the production was always spot on and there was no like like I think that in was definitely a factor in getting guests as yeah. when you listen to the podcast it was it sounded like a podcast for people who actually cared about what you know what they sounded like and what we said that's another issue but it yeah, always yeah. sounded good it always sounded it good always yeah, sounded yeah. good and <laughs> that that is absolutely a credit to your work and well, thank you you know and and I'm undoubtedly you got better as as you edited well you know, it became a challenge too is when we had to go remote i mean then you had three different audio files you had to kind of blend and all that rather than and just three guys sitting around and a it's mic. funny because actually it's easier to edit when all three with all those multiple files and all that than it would be with just one of us on you know with, with just one microphone then recording I'd all three take years. it all back then yeah. Fine. <laughs> it was, you know what we made it easier it on was you. that easy you did yeah. the pandemic made podcasting easier well put that one in the pandemic plus column baby there you go that but, and, uh, that and working from home but you know look both of you both of you ex- expanded my mind, man. Yeah. But look, I, you know, everybody, and I did obviously did my fair share of challenging either you or myself or the guests. But you know, be, listen into other perspectives and you know other takes on it, and you know, realizing where you were living in your bubble or kind of being called out on your own BS and things that you yeah. that you thought that weren't really true or learned about something we were like oh i didn't know that well, i'm catholic and i didn't know that about catholicism how many times yeah. did that happen to me and you yeah, a number <laughs> of times or you know or, or how many times have you are, are we group thinking this thing or you know yeah. you know are we are we you know creating our own little bubble here little circular so, cheering yeah. squad are are we part of the problem or are we part of the solution <laughs> You know, yeah, and yeah. it's definitely something that that I think if you're not asking, then you're getting high on your own supply, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I also want to thank Ashley who uh, filled in, yeah, for us on, on a couple of occasions for sure, and also, more than more uh, than one occasion. Yeah, and uh, Michael with Bible says what who filled in for uh, Jeff on one occasion as as well too when uh, when he was out. So, but we're not going to kill the Twitter feed yet. No, but so maybe stay tuned. But and if you want to pay to get us back on doing it every two weeks, you certainly can. <laughs> like we we can we can absolutely be bought. We can be oh, you know what? I can be bought. Godless podcast at yahoo.com. It's probably cheaper uh, than you think too. <laughs> <laughs> or you could pay us not to podcast. The threat there would be go. more shows. <laughs> In your pod we might feed. finally figure out a way to monetize this thing is by not doing it. <laughs> Jesus never came on the show. No, I don't think no. the Shepherd's no. Chapel ever. I don't. I think they're still showing old stuff. Who knows? Uh, yeah, from the seventies, it looks like. <laughs> yeah, that guy's long dead, right? You got his son there. I believe so. I believe the father. Oh. It's a father and son. I, I believe yeah. the father. I don't think I've ever that. seen the son when I poked it. Herman Cain's dead, but he he tweets up a storm, man. Is he still tweeting? His 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 Twitter feed is is active. Really? Oh yeah. That's amazing. There's money to be made. Jeff, money monetized, to be made. Monetized. Yeah. That's that, got that an audience. That's our you know? biggest failing. We, we didn't we monetize didn't, our audience. We didn't suck up enough 
We should have gone to Trump University and we would have learned all these tricks. We should have leaned hard right. You know, the next podcast will will the subtitle be the grift. The grift. Oh, we just call it the grift. Yeah, the grift. The grift. Yeah, just be honest. What we're about. Well, no, definitely don't want to be honest. You don't get paid. You know, honesty doesn't pay. That's true. No, fake. Deceit. Fake fake grifters. The fake grifters. Taken after Lindsey Graham, seeing which way the wind's blowing. Oh, can't end the whole pod with a reference to Lindy Graham. Somebody no, say use, use promo uh, code GRIFT for 50% <laughs> off your MyPillow. <laughs> but you got to pay. You got to pay handling charges for, for every product. All right, people. We're out. We will not see you in two weeks.